Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I am doing a cold open this week. Yeah, you fucking better, man. I thought about it last week, but then I... This might be the worst week to do a cold open because we didn't have any, like... No, I'll find something. I'll find something. Fucking sick lines. I'll find No sick burns, bro. Yeah. Uh, our cold no, wait, wait, wait. That should be, that should be the cold, cold open. Cold open. Yeah. Cold the cold open. open. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of Brews and Bruins, episode 4 of Drunks and Dinos. It is the Milan Lucic episode. Uh, I am this week's host, Chris Gear. You can find me at Hockey Gear, and I'm here with my co-hosts, uh, Drew Found Glory Ooh. and Dashboard Camfessionals. Oh, oh, baby, Camfessional. I forget what you've been I thinking about that right all now. week, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually thought about it right now. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I didn't think of anything. So. Um, yeah, so I mean, we we got a lot to talk about because you know hockey might be back. Uh, how you guys feeling? Ooh. I'm feeling like hockey might be back. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the might. I'm excited. I really am excited that it could be back. Um, but should we introduce beers first? Yeah, I was I was thinking like go around the circle. Yeah, okay. triangle. Um, I think. like that '70s show going around the circle. I guess I don't know. Uh, anyway, ignoring that. Um, <laughs> today I have a OJ double IPA OH dash dash the letter J. Uh, very citrusy. I've had a few of these. Uh, it's from Long Lone Pine. Excuse me, Lone Pine Brewery in Portland, Maine. It's a double IPA. It's Woo! super citrusy. You could actually really taste the orange. And I would say. It's I I might consider like having it with my breakfast after like a really like <laughs> bad hangover and you're like you know what I'm just gonna drink to like continue rat the drunkenness you know yeah I just rat it out so I would have it with eggs or something that's it's good it's good so you're telling us it's all part of a complete breakfast yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it's actually on the next like tricks commercial that they have it's like OJ <laughs> they're gonna it's redesign beer. the food pyramid and it's just gonna be that beer at the bottom. Just like yeah, it's in the fruit section. Yeah, the most. Yeah, I don't think fruits at the bottom, but fruit, um, whatever. And you can find me at Doobshmoob on Twitter, um, and on Instagram. But I won't accept your follow requests. That so don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I might. Depends on who you when, are. When and Snapchat and Snapchat, but don't Snapchat <laughs> me. <laughs> All right, I am Ham Casbrook. I am uh, drinking a Sam Adams Boston Lager. Uh, I feel like you've probably had this before, and if you haven't, then drink it, because Sam Adams wants you to. The man, not the company. The man himself does. <laughs> um, we'll get a little Chris action here, Holm. Yeah, uh, I've got a chronic ale from Pizza Port, which is a local brewery. Um, also, 
probably have like top five pizza in San Diego, um, which you know, San Diego's not really. Known yeah, what is San Diego pizza, pizza like? Uh, a lot. Of, San Diego's a huge transplant city, so it's a lot of different styles of pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to find really good pizza, uh, but you can get like shitty pizza shop pizza. There's anywhere. no bad pizza, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but this is one of my go-to beers. It's only five percent. Uh, it's it's an amber ale, just like really drinkable. Um, a drinkable beer you can taste. Yeah, it's a drinkable <laughs> beer you can taste. Uh, Shouts to Sam Adams. Uh, that Sam Adams that you have, the the Boston Lager. Uh, the Boston is, Lager? Is perhaps the, the best uh, mass-produced lager there is. Yeah, I do really like it a lot. It's um, it's just smooth and, like, as it says on the label, distinctively complex and balanced. Maybe part of a balanced breakfast as well. I don't know. I haven't tried it, but <laughs> it <laughs> there's only one way to find out. a few of my breakfasts. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little Beerios action we got here. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. That's pretty gross. Yeah, that sounds absolutely horrible. But if you had to mix one beer and one cereal, what would it be for maximum the, the, flavor? The, this one that I have, the OJ. It would be uh, I do Belching Beaver peanut butter milk stout Ooh. with uh, Golden Grams. Oh, I love Golden Grams. Some good stuff. Some good stuff. Maybe Corona because I have Corona a lot in my life. Might have to be Corona. Like that mix you have, with, you have a lot I don't of Corona. Know, I don't know what I, I drink a lot of Corona. Is, is there a lime cereal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I usually drink Corona without the lime more times than not. So no, there you go. It is a, it's just a hassle to put the lime in every time. Yeah, <laughs> I hate, so I work. hate at bars, dude, when they take like a huge chunk of lime and try to like put it in the top. I just give up. I'm not going to freaking take a minute, like a whole 60 seconds to try to freaking like squeeze the lime in the freaking bottle. <laughs> Get the fuck the Dude, What are you too good for your home? <laughs> at the garden, they have cans of Corona, like tall cans, tall boys. And freaking they'll boys. put like a slight, they'll put like a thing of lime on top of it. And it's like, I'm not going to freaking push this in the can and freaking get a huge cut from the rim of the can. <laughs> like, I've done that before and it freaking kills. It's like one of those paper cuts that just bleeds and bleeds. Like, oh. So just so to let everybody no know for, for the me. next, the next hour is going to be Drew just discussing his plans for how he goes about stuffing limes in cans. So if you want to yeah. get to the NC dialers and hockey talk, just skip to like the 60th minute and we should be, just about getting around to there, so yeah. But um, like you know, sometimes <laughs> they put limes and kegs. No, I'm just gonna let's go. Ahead. <laughs> just a fuck ton of limes and kegs. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think we should just get the dinos talk out of the way because I don't really have much. I think they won two games and nothing. lost one since we last recorded. So uh, still on top of the league. I think the the like one interesting thing I'll add is that uh, shouts to Sean Tierney at Charting Hockey. Um, my guy not to be posted about he, he always posts the the graphs mm-hmm. and he posted a new graph that was like a, a plus minus of like how far away from their expected win percentage they are yeah. or like expected wins versus wins and even though the dinos are dominating the kbo 17 and 3 l- at time of recording less they are less than one expected win above their or less than one win ex- above their expected wins so they're both dominating and in a sustainable way yeah it's not just all luck really shouts to you chris because i again I, I mentioned this i think last time but i had people pulling me toward lg twins and 
I can't even imagine how different my life would be right now if I were an LG Twins fan. <laughs> but uh, you got me on Team Dinos with Swole Daddy. How different and, your life uh, would, it would be. It would be dramatically different. Such a I, drastic effect it on would your be life. <laughs> huge, just huge. So, uh, yeah, shouts to you. I don't know. I, I, like, I think it's fair to say they are uh, arguably the best baseball team of all time right now. Um, you the know, best active baseball team in the entire world. They are the world. greatest of right I, now, a.k.a. AKA the Gorn. I didn't stutter. <laughs> I didn't stutter. Um, but that might change. Although, like, just to talk general, but not to make this a baseball podcast, but they might be the best for a while here because if, uh, you know, things keep chugging on their way with Major League Baseball, it does not look like we're getting the season anytime soon uh, with how things are going between the players and the owners right now. So we might be uh, stuck resorting to Korean baseball for, for quite a while at this rate. I'm okay with that. Uh, well, with the Dinos, yeah. How can you not be? Like, <laughs> just daytime. They're big chilling. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing on the Dinos. I haven't been paying That's cool. Let's move on because we got big news, sort of, maybe. Uh, it's not really news to any hockey fan, I don't think. Yeah, I mean... We can dive into the details and give our We're, we're going to talk and, about it. Yeah. All right, we got a 2014 playoff. Um, I, I think, like, one by one, we can go over the feelings on the format and how you guys feel about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess discuss what what you expect out of it. Or, like, are you guys excited? I mean, it's... Yeah. It's nice that hockey might come back, but it's not probably not going to be till the middle of July. So we got a lot yeah. of time to talk about it. I, I yeah. think um, it, it, I was originally concerned when I saw this big like 2014 playoff format. I was afraid that like the Bruins would have to go against like the the 12 seed or something and have like I don't know like a three game series or something like that and keep going along. Like that it just would make it so bad for them and the all of the top seeds for that matter. But the fact that they're splitting it into you have the bottom teams that are trying to make it in have their own like kind of playoff thing and then the top four in each conference the top four seeds have a round robin where they they determine the seeds that way which i'm okay with i think the bruins basically the only thing i'm kind of not angry but disappointed about is the Bruins I think basically had the first seed in the Eastern Conference locked down based on the momentum they had the the lead they had over Tampa at the time uh that is really the only thing kind of drawback in my eyes as a Bruins guy um but I think overall it's a good plan because it gives these it's not like they're just like okay we have our 16 teams sorry you didn't get to play out your games there was like close races for those wild card positions and stuff and it gives those teams on the outside looking in a, an actual realistic chance at making the playoffs so i think i think it's a good solution for you know an unprecedented time where they didn't really you know have any, any experience going through this i think they 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 came together well and have a good idea here yeah well, sorry, Cam. You go ahead. Oh no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I no, I'm going to talk again. Bit, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh... <laughs> um, Cam, Cam looked like he was going to talk, and I, I got it like right at the last second as I was about to start speaking. Oh, if you, you want to, if you want to talk spe- at the same time, just oh, that's it. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's uh, so uh, <laughs> I like how. It... <laughs> All right, I'm going to cut in it... here. So. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, leave this in. This is gold. Talk about chemistry. Um, so I, I, no, I meant like I'm gonna jump in here with my take again. And, oh, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll so like, I think talking. it's like decent. Everyone I'm loves listening that the to people to talk this. at the same time. It's very important. Keep this all drunk way longer than it needs to. Because otherwise, it won't be funny. Yeah, no, it's awesome. All right, go ahead. I'm leaving that in, but go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think there was a lot of initial disappointment from Bruins fans as a whole, uh, because of what you said, Drew, is this was an awesome follow-up season to a huge disappointing, uh, playoff. So, uh, it's, I feel like a lot of teams have big hangovers when they have to play in the Stanley cup, play that deep into playoffs, especially when you lose that late. Uh, it can be demoralizing. It was really cool seeing this team come back and and just take over. And they dominated in full stretches of the season. They they had their struggles, but were really finishing strong. And uh, it just looked like they were going to run away with the Eastern Conference and definitely had that first seed locked up. With that said, the first seed is never a guarantee for anything. Last year, the Bruins had the second seed and ended up having possibly one of the easiest runs through the Stanley Cup that has happened in a really long time um and so I mean especially in this kind of format where I I guess the one thing I'm not sure about that I I didn't really read up on is what I heard is that there's no reseeding yeah there's not so okay I think that's kind of yeah like that that would be dumb if they weren't doing this round robin I still think it is but I'll get to that after so I, I think, like, it could be really random where you get one, you get, like, a weird upset somewhere and, like, the fourth seed ends up having to, ends up getting to play, like, the 12 seed or something. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that that's not ideal, but at the same time, like, the best team in the round robin could lose the round robin and end up having to play the 12 seed and... I mean, yeah, it's a, it's not an ideal format, but I, I think it's kind of the best you can do in that situation because you want, you can't just have these top four teams sitting around while exactly. the other teams play meaningful huge, games. Huge disadvantage if you're not playing. And at the same time, like it, you can have them play uh, some like exhibition games, but one, how does a coach balance? All right, what? Who's gonna play? Like, what if there's an injury in these games? And there's also a huge difference between the intensity of a game that actually means something versus a game where you're just trying to get into shape, like basically like a preseason game. And I think this does kind of balance the the way of having meaningful hockey and not having those top teams sitting around with like getting the seating right and and i think you can't have both yeah that's why when i first saw this uh when they were first reporting this whatever midweek or i guess it was late last week really because we almost started talking about about it we thought about talking about it and it's good that we did because we we were right we had a much more concrete uh definition now but that was my first concern really was that okay you're gonna have you know the five through 12 seed playing in this um playing around essentially and it's like so the four some people were reporting that the top four seeds were just going to play three exhibition games and Mm. that was concerning obviously because it's like all right even if you're playing and trying to treat it right 
three exhibition games is not going to bring you as up to speed as even just a five-game series that's as true of playoff hockey as you can have right now. Then, obviously, they confirmed that it was going to be this round-robin scenario, and it's kind of the perfect example of just, look, nobody's, no matter what, somebody's going to be upset, right? The Bruins do kind of get screwed here, maybe. You don't really know until it's played out. Like, you look at the standings, and like you guys said, the Bruins were chugging along pretty nicely. They were the only team to hit triple digits of points. Um, they had a nine-point lead, sorry, eight-point lead on Tampa Bay, which is their closest competitor uh, within the division. And now you have a scenario where you're playing, you're kind of wiping out, I guess, not completely those 70 games because they earned a spot in the top four, but you're essentially putting them in Philly, who they were 11 points ahead of, um, granted with the game in hand, more or less on the same you know, level, which yeah. is frustrating, understandably, but at the same time, it's like, I think, like you guys said, you would rather be playing meaningful games because they're not true playoff... They're not elimination playoff games, but they do matter, right? Um, the, the weird thing is kind of what Chris alluded to, where you have this scenario where um, the number one seed from this round robin is going to play the winner of the 8-9 matchup, no matter what, which is Toronto yeah. and Columbus. So, you think about it, there's three teams below Columbus at number nine, and, I don't know, they're not favorites to win, but it's hockey, and as Chris has said plenty of times in this podcast, it's sample size, right? Three ga- uh, Five-game series, three games is not that many. There could very well be a scenario where the Rangers or the Canadians knock off somebody like Carolina or Pittsburgh, and then you have the number one seed playing either the Maple Leafs at number eight or Columbus, while a number four seed plays against, you know, the Canadians or something like that. So, um, I don't know. Again, there's no perfect answer. I think everybody's just excited to have hockey back, but uh, there definitely are some, like, interesting... I mean, I don't know. I I wouldn't really want to run into Toronto or Columbus. Not that the Bruins have had any problem with it, but if it's them or the Canadians, I don't think that's even a question. So I, mean, it's like, I think I think acting like the Bruins have owned Toronto in the playoffs yeah. since they've played three series over the course of seven years yeah. or something like that, and they go and they've seven all games. gone to Game Seven. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think the margins yeah. are a little thinner than people like and to all, admit. All, yeah. all three of those Game Sevens were at home. Yeah, and Columbus not to take anything was... away from their performances because those yeah. were great series and they they were fucking great, obviously. Yeah. But like, yeah. and obviously the Bruins got all the Columbus like last year, but. You know, there's no forgetting what they did to Tampa Bay. And then, granted, we've had a big break since then, but the Blue Jackets were rolling pretty well, too, if I remember correctly, before uh, the season was suspended. So, um, I don't know. It's like, even if you do win that round robin, the Bruins could go 3-0 and and still kind of get screwed the matchup. But at the same time, they could go 0-3 and still end up playing, um, you know, somebody like the Canadians. So, there's no perfect scenario. Um, but, my God, it's going to be nice to have hockey back. I also, uh, yeah. sorry, one more thing. I also want, actually, no, we'll, I'll come back to this because this is kind of related. Well, but. One thing I wanted to mention real quick is that I'm lo- I looked up the standings on NHL.com and on Hockey Reference, and I know statistically Detroit is eliminated from the playoffs, but they don't have, like, the E next to their name on the standings. So I'm, I was hoping to see – no, I was hoping to see whether or not there was a team, like, have the Bruins – I forget. Have they officially locked down, like, a playoff spot? Not the conference, obviously. I know they yeah. haven't looking at it at all. But have they I officially think... locked down a playoff spot? 
I think or any um, other teams like by where they were in the season or like I know the NHL officially announced this is what they, they're doing but you mean they, like if they were to play out the rest of the season so, yeah it? yeah true so they the the bottom team in the playoffs was not going to have 100 points so yeah okay well because I I mean realistically maybe not but I just didn't know statistically like if someone won out and the Bruins lost the rest of their games would they have been officially like we'll just officially, I mean, officially in the we playoffs. Can, we can figure it out. Like if it had been, you're talking about a standard like sixteen you know team playoff, like right? Math. Everyone listening knows I don't like math, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's just weird because I know I saw it somewhere that Detroit was just, like they had the E next to their 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 team name, and, and now there's not. So I was just curious about that because if that would make maybe a difference, like obviously no one had. It, if it happened like a week later, perhaps the Bruins would have locked down like the division or at least a playoff spot or another team might have locked down. Actually, Metro is really close. All of them are close except for the Atlantic in terms of points. So I was just curious if anyone was close to locking down like a position for real, like actually did lock down a position for real. Because I'd be inter- like if they like say the Bruins locked down the Atlantic and then the rest were tight. Would they give the Bruins the Atlantic and then automatically give them a seed, like a certain seed, like either the one or two because they locked down their division? I don't know. Obviously, they didn't. So <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't I'm matter. Confused. But I, I was curious to see like where, and it's Too not much showing there. So. Now, Drew, you're right. Uh, if the Blue Jackets had, or like it would have to be like the Blue Jackets and the Hurricanes had each won out. Yeah. Um, the, and the Bruins had lost all of their games, then yeah. Would okay, that so have been officially? I'm, yeah, obviously that's unrealistic, but it's well, not and and every so. team below the Bruins in the Atlantic Division would have had to. Have well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, how many games did the Blue Jackets have against like a team in between them? Would it have been possible for them to yeah. win that many while out somebody else losing enough to fall down? But, I don't fucking know what's going but at on. The, but, but the at, at the end of the day, they have a fucking solution, and you look at. Like, I always compare it to the NBA. I mean, I don't like basketball. I don't like the NBA, whatever. Like, But I, this isn't just a, like to shit on them. But the players were like, this isn't perfect. It's not going to be perfect with the whole fucking situation going on. But the, the players and management all came to an agreement. And it just speaks volumes about the fact that they just want to fucking play. They want to finish the season. And I think as hockey fans, we're lucky to see the end of the season. Um, because, yeah, yeah it's just... <clears throat> It's not going to be perfect. It's not ideal. Whether you're a Bruins fan, whether you're a Chicago Blackhawks fan, whether you're anything, Chicago is going to be like the twelfth seed in the yeah, West. Yeah, they're probably thrilled. They made the playoffs. <laughs> they were going yeah, exactly. It. But it's not. It's not going to be a perfect way to get into the playoffs or to win the cup or whatever. There's going to be an asterisk. Or I can never say that word when I'm drinking asterisk. There you go. All right. Um, asterisk. Asterisk. Uh, well, and, that's but yeah, no, no, but for real, it's not going to be perfect. But the fact that we are going to see hockey and the season finish is just beautiful. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. Well, that's what I was going to say is to kind of credit the NHL because I think uh, you know pretty much no other leagues have had at least as detailed a plan. I know, like I don't even think like, baseball is close. Well, ba- again, baseball oh, is yeah, the furthest no, away from anybody. Even. I would be surprised if there's any baseball season this year with how things yeah. are going with the negotiations. But um, you look at. Like the NBA, for example, they're, it's still very much in the air there. Um, I mean, I guess if you go to like the Premier League, announce they're returning, which whew, 
Let's go Reds, baby. Shouts. <clears throat> About to properly claim the title, kind of. But pretty I'll probably, I'll probably just yeah. get into the Premier League because I don't follow yeah. any soccer leagues. But if that's the other See, sport I, that's now, on, I would I'll, I'll I would ask you it, to like <laughs> join Liverpool, but that would be the biggest bandwagon move it's of such all a time right now. <laughs> like, start, new, up, honestly, but. I like. Well, maybe they're in the Champions League. I like Swansea. Swansea is also in the Premier League, but okay, would, um, they're not. I mean, they would like, be right, like, but I saw it like would a, be like jumping on, uh, like say a hockey team has a three zero lead in the Stanley Cup final. That'd be like jumping on the okay. Liverpool bandwagon. Well, well right the, now. Uh, the thing is, I saw like on ESPN like a, one of those E sixty things, and it was on Swansea. Like maybe it, it had to be years ago. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is a team. Like, cool. They, like, had a very underdog situation, and then they, like, made the Premier League. I didn't know if they were still in the Premier League, but, yeah. Swansea's my team. Swansea's they my team now. They are still in the Officially, officially. It's the Dinos, uh, the Bruins, Swansea Swans. and Swansea. <laughs> weren't, weren't they in danger of getting, getting relegated this year, though? They might be, though. Although then you have a championship team. That works, too, you know? Either one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's a win-win. Or a lose I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it's sports. It's a win, 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 win. Oh, Any sports, sports are win, right? actually, win later. Maybe. Cheer for teams, yeah. and it's it's a win, 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 win. If they storm back and pull a lesser city, that'd be a hell of a win. So, um, yeah, there you go. Uh, so anyway, yeah, back to hockey, hockey, <laughs> hockey guys. Wow. I uh, so oh, I guess like small announcements. We got uh with the official end to the regular season we got the bruins with the president's trophy we got uh the rocket richard trophy being shared between alex ovechkin and david posternock i would love to see that celebration like them like celebrating and hoisting it together that would be it's they just get hammered together that would be sweet let's just have them both on the podcast why don't we and and then we got uh the jennings trophy going to tuka rask and yaroslav halak uh, the second time in Easy. recent years that the Bruins have won that yeah. award with uh, Tim Thomas and Manny Fernandez doing that. I, I know that I know the Jennings is like statistically based, right? Save percentage or goals against average? It's just total goals. Yeah, it's okay. Just, for yeah. The, for okay. the season, because like, goals against and total goals ends up being the same thing, but usually between two goalies. But if it was uh, some sort of vote, like like the Norris's and you know some of the other awards, I think they like would take tandem. the cake easily. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. yeah, the only other contenders would be uh, Hudobin and Ben Bishop. Yeah, in, in Dallas. Um, yeah, because yeah. Ben Bishop's in there for the Vesna himself, and then Hudobin's been just a fire backup. I, I don't the think so, really. So I, I, really? I looked into Bishop it. Bishop was I, in there fired, at one point voting-wise. I fired off the tweet uh, earlier this week saying, um, putting together my assumed finalists. And that was in a um, reply to Hags, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, and and my my finalists are Connor Hellebuck, uh, Tuka Rask, and Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, Vasilevsky. I think statistically, uh, Ben Bishop had a better season, especially given the situation he was in on a much worse defensive. Eh, well, I don't know. Dallas has been better defensively. They got they have like three pretty solid defensemen. But yeah, um, yeah I just think. Vasilevsky, given that he has that gaudy win total, uh, I think he has like 38 30 f- wins. No, I think, it is 30, I think it is 38, yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think Hellebuck has. Uh, nah, it might be. It's something like it's, it's pretty high, and then Hellebuck is like, I think 31. I can tell you in like two seconds. Cause... 
I'm writing about. Yeah, we'll, it we'll go with 35 Hellebuck. for Vasilevsky, 31 that is for, correct. for Hellebuck, and, and then 26 Hellebuck. for Rask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. This is this is I'm my, not a numbers uh, guy. Let's go with I number test, recall. I test. Here. I test. Don't it was, uh, you were right about the first two. So I'm, uh, hold on. Let me get a little control F wins. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding stats, about that. Chris, your your tweet actually but... inspired me to write a article, which will come out later. Stay tuned. Um, the for, for and against Tugaras playoff Vezina. For the hockey like, why he should win it and why he might not. Yeah, for the hockey writers. So. Um, I just want to make yeah. sure so people can All right, like, so we, actually we don't have to discuss that on the pod. Time, go but... go read Cam's No, we can discuss it. I don't give a shit, dude. I don't <laughs> fucking care. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm loaded like, for I it, wanted to make but... sure it was that outlet. So, like, go go look at the hockey writers and watch out for Cam's article. It's 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 a pretty interesting conversation, though. Yeah. Because, and, I, and I did want to get into this. Uh, because I, I feel like you have to, one, get in the mind of the voters. Because they usually vote in a certain way. Um because I, I think Which, Ben Bishop probably should have won a Vezina yeah. several years ago, and he lost it to uh, Braden Holpe mostly because of that win total mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I, I think it, uh, wins is a poor way to judge a goalie. Yeah, it is, but I do like wins uh, if you're stacking wins with something like save percentage. Because if you have five on five, a, lo- a low win total and a high save percentage versus a high win total and low save percentage it's it's a weird balance where yeah. it's you kind of right, got to compile all like of it who's who's <clears throat> on the better team um Tugaras clearly on the better defensive team uh Boston one of the best defensive teams in the league um and i mean when you're looking at Connor Hellebuck which means Rask um, isn't good right because yeah, he has the terrible. defense. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you also have to take <laughs> it into account how much of that save percentage is, is him. Um, but, I mean, Hellebuck on a pretty piss-poor Winnipeg Jets team that lost a lot of its best players in the offseason, um, was not expected to contend for a playoff spot, really. And uh, he kind of dragged them there. And you look at his goals against, and it's like 256 or something in that range. Mm-hmm. And his save percentage is in the, like, 920-something, 922. Um, and you look at exactly. Tuca with a 929, and that's that's, that's a pretty solid lead. And I think Tuca has a 212 goals against. Um, uh, that's just like... God damn. Are you, are yeah, you think, actually not looking at that? I'm, I'm, I'm trying I'm to like... I don't think he is. He is literally... I'm not, So for just the <laughs> listeners, he spat out, I think, six stats that he tweeted out earlier in the week, and he's hit every one to the fucking hundredth place. That's the tenth hundredth, right? Like, uh, I'm like sitting here like double checking. I wrote this earlier, like literally earlier this morning, and I can't remember. And you're just spitting this out from fucking Tuesday or whatever, so nice job on that. Vasilevsky nine seventeen. Vasilevsky is nine seventeen. You motherfucker! All right, wow. I want to go two fifty seven goals against. Two, oh no, I thought you two fifty six. Oh, okay. Chris, what a terrible memory you have, bro! You idiot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's because you're an astronaut. You got to remember these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a numbers person for sure. You're actually uh, we're supposed you... to be on that ship. That yeah, didn't watch. It didn't, it didn't watch. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that got grounded. <laughs> um, but it, but it is really interesting when you have that big of a disparity between the rate stats and uh, 
mm-hmm. especially I, I think Tuca and Connor Hellebuck are the top two. Yeah. Um, Va- Vasilevsky should probably not get a lot of votes, but I think just because uh, one, I saw a lot of people in, in the midseason awards, even though Vasilevsky was having like at that point was having an even worse season. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were giving him Vezina votes. And I think just seeing that, I think we'll probably see some <clears throat> votes go his way. But uh, given the fact that a lot of people like to, uh, the voters especially, love to attribute things to, all right, we thought this team was going to be bad, so something had to go right for this team to be good. And it was probably and their goalie. That's whatever. usually how the Jack Adams Award is, uh, mm-hmm. is awarded. Yeah. What's the worst team that made the playoffs? Um, yeah. or the team that we were most wrong about, I guess, um, because you can't give a good team uh, team's coach the Jack Adams award. Um, or it's got to be an exceptional performance from a goaltender, and I think a lot of people are going to give Hellebuck votes for that but and probably take away votes from Tuca for having a good performance behind him in Yara Halak. Yeah. And I think yeah. um, what I was going to mention is, you know, I joke around that, like, I fucking hate stats. Where they're, they're very important. I like the eye test myself. But when you look at, like, like wins, I think is... It, it, it wins, save percentage, goals against average, they speak volumes also about... I keep saying speak volumes. I feel like on every episode I say speak volumes. I love that term. Technically, technically we're all speaking volumes. Yeah, right? we're all speaking at different volumes. I'm at a I'm at a minus three decimal, whatever, DP <laughs> on, uh, on audition here. Um, but I think uh, like when you look... We mentioned Sean Tierney every episode too. And I want to say like when you look at advanced statistics where they really, really dive deep into shot angles and shot probability when where a goalie makes a save that's where the stats really really shine true on a goaltender um or really any player when or team because the, sean tierney makes a lot and there are other people who make advanced statistics but sean tierney is the one i think we all three of us follow and actually uh have mentioned a lot i'd love to have him on the podcast and talk more about that uh, yeah. whether it's like a certain bruins player or just the team in general i'd love to talk more about that because I like see the graphs and I know where the Bruin, where the Bruins are at. It means they're good or bad or whatever because he labels it or like how that. how big the logo is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but I'd like to see like I I like to talk to him more about that and specifically like break down the Bruins, what stats because obviously he covers the whole NHL in those statistics and those graphs. But I'd love yeah, to hear yeah. him just talk just about the Bruins yeah. and what he sees in them from his statistical analysis. And it'd be cool to have him on. Whether he wants to have a beer or not, he can drink a freaking Dasani, which might kill you. But, you know, <laughs> seriously, I mentioned this last episode, but Dasani has some messed up <laughs> messed up shit in their fucking water. I really dude. hope you don't ever want a sponsorship from him because it's just not fucking happening. I'm never having a sponsor. <laughs> okay, okay. A, a podcast uh, that sponsors beer is going to have water sponsored. Maybe they'll get into so the, the way, opposite. Sh- uh, Sean, Tierney, Sean Tierney works for uh, the Athletic St. Louis and yeah. Calgary. Yeah. Um, but for real, like, let's reach out. You know, he has yeah, he has no, like twenty six k followers. I'm sure he'll respond yeah. to us. Yeah, <laughs> but it would be cool. Maybe maybe since there's no hockey being played, we gotta get out to it soon. But we'll, we'll just retweet I mean, all of his tweets for the next two weeks, and then yeah, we'll I already have been. Yeah, Everyone's, that's really Chris. Everyone just <laughs> knows I've been retweeting all of his KBO. Say Chris's account is pretty much just a Sean Tierney stan account. Like that's all. <laughs> it's just that's a bot it for him. 
Um, I do have a couple points I want to make here. First of all, I think we mentioned this this week. I'm trying to, or last week. I can't remember if this was actually on the podcast or just in our group chat. But um, we, I do too. Honestly, I make that mistake a lot. I forget. Yeah, if it's I, the I group honestly chat don't know. Or the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we said last week if maybe we're talking about a different award that it was media. The Vezina is voted on by the league's GMs. So something to keep in mind oh, there. I know. It, I had to look it up earlier because I forgot, what if, but that's interesting. What if, uh, <laughs> what if fucking, what's his, I wanted to say Charlie Baker, but that's the fucking governor <laughs> of Massachusetts. So. <laughs> what if uh, Charles the Dick, what's his name? What the, the fuck owner. are you talking about? I don't even know oh, who you're GM, talking about. GM, GM, sorry. GM, yeah. Owners. Uh, yeah, that Jeremy, di- that dick we shat on in Jacobs? Like episode ten. Jeremy Jacobs, are you talking about? Yeah. Char- I don't what know where you got Charlie. Like, Charlie McAvoy owns Charlie the Bruins. <laughs> Bruins owner slash GM Charlie Baker slash uh, <laughs> slash governor of Massachusetts. That would be a monopoly there. But uh, no, I, okay. So it's voted on by GM. What, what if it yeah. was a <laughs> great board game? What, yeah. what if it was? Should uh, go vote for it this week. <laughs> what if it was the owners? Because I could seriously see Jeremy Jacobs not voting for. Oh, he Rask. absolutely wouldn't, because that would mean <laughs> that he would have to pay Rask more. All right. So my my point about the GM's voting was, and and Chris also kind of alluded to this earlier, that. It's going to be a very interesting insight as to what they weigh for a goaltender's value. Because I think if you look at pure individual statistics, from what I've seen, Rask is, I don't want to say far and away the winner, but I think he leads in enough categories that he should win. If you look at just uh, things like save percentage, goals against average, which we kind of talked about a little bit as like kind of counts, but also is a little bit, you know, it's not, I think save percentage is a better stat. Um, but you look at, five-on-five save percentage, and actually even strength um, save percentage and goals against average. He has a pretty uh, solid lead, Um, especially if you look at uh, with a minimum of 35 games played, which I believe the award is only a minimum of 25, but if you look at a minimum of 35, which is essentially half the games that were played for the season. the minimum is 25? Yeah. That's... Um, it's not a lot, but yeah, it should be like at least half the. Yeah, well, that's why I think I, I think get it. Technically, I get it but... if there was like a backup who played twenty five games and had like a nine fifty five <laughs> yeah. percentage, yeah. you might be like, all right. But like, well, like that team just made a poor decision in keeping them their backup. Yeah, or they got hurt or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know. true, true. Okay, uh, still, um, I think you should play at least half the season. To be <clears> yeah, you should well, be so- a starter. But so ahead, yeah, Cam, it was uh, CBS Boston's Michael Hurley was. I read his article earlier when I was doing a little research. Um, was pointing out that if you if you do bump it up to thirty five, which is essentially half of the games that pretty much every team played, um, then Rask has a pretty significant lead in goals against average and save percentage. Um, and then if you jump into the fancy stats, Drew, cover your ears because you're not going to like it. But um, uh, if you look at like goals saved above average, if you're into like fancy stats, which is pretty much just like a goalie's save percentage on, uh, sorry, goalie save percentage in shot face compared to the average save percentage for the same number of shots faced for the league. Um, then Rask has like a pretty good lead in that. Uh, it, he leads the league in <coughs> even strength save percentage, like I said. Um, really, the only thing that he's lagging in is wins because, uh, like we mentioned earlier with the the Jennings Trophy, the Bruins do have I think the best goaltending tandem in the league. So. Uh, they've been able to really utilize Halak and, and keep Rask fresh. So it's going to be interesting to see how much they weigh, you know, 35 wins versus 
pretty much running the table in in most of the other individual stats. So it should be some really interesting insight there. I, I think one interesting thing: there were a couple of goaltenders who who had some injuries throughout the season that probably could have muddled, like muddied the uh, the waters here a little bit. Um, like Darcy Kemper, if he had played a whole season, that yeah. would have been interesting. Yep. But yeah, I mean. I think Tuka deserves the the Vesna, but I, I wouldn't be pissed off if Connor Hellebuck won. I'd only be like, I'd be monumentally pissed if, if Vesna uh, yeah. won. I agree. I think I think like you, you I think it's it's got to be Rask or Hellebuck. Um, and I, if I were a betting man, I would put it on Rask, but maybe I would say a seventy thirty in favor of Rask, just based on how I think they're gonna weigh them. Um, Again, these are NHL GMs we're talking about, so you would assume they have a pretty good understanding of uh, you know which stats should be valued how and that sort of thing. But I don't know. Maybe they look at a 35 win total and find it nice and sexy and, and vote for it. So I, I really don't know. But um, I would I would be very shocked if, if Vasilevsky came away with it. Yeah. I like I like how we were supposed to be. I mean, we did kind of talk about the 24 team format and then it just turned into this like 20 minute Vesna conversation. Well, no, I like <laughs> that's I the news of the happen. day. Yeah, it's the news of the day. I, we we transitioned from 24 team playoff no, to No, I know, I know, uh, but end of season awards. <laughs> Drew, Drew Drew blacked out for the last 25 minutes. So I was just no making notes of sh- shit I'm we just, needed. I'm just I'm just catching was, Drew up. I was <laughs> making notes of shit we needed to edit out cuz I'm <laughs> editing, so. Yeah, how like Cam Drew? does all the time, you know, just <laughs> see him talking into his phone. Reminder, edit yeah. this out. Edit this out. This thing that Drew said. This thing that Drew said. Once yeah. in a while it's something you said, but usually it's what Rarely, I said. Rarely, yeah. Never uh, Chris, also Chris it's is, pretty much usually always after Drew already said something so i was already editing something out (laughs) chris like never actually chris doesn't drink on this podcast so that's why he doesn't say anything we need to edit definitely glad people think that um (laughs) you do have to edit something out i said this week but it was in reference to something that you said that i thought you said something else yeah Yeah. bang all right so do we have more vesna slash award slash 24 i will say one thing speaking of 24 uh david posternock guys like Mm. guys like we need to appreciate this man like such a young player and a great cap hit already tying with one of the best goal scorers of all time for the the richard and like if you guys saw the Pete Blackburn tweet making its way around Twitter, which he kind of prophesized that he could have won it, but essentially handed away an empty netter um, to Marshan, I think it was, like a few months ago. It was. Um, and, and it was while Marshy was struggling. We talked yeah, about that yeah, on yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be such interesting if move. that award yeah. didn't include empty netters. That would be like, interesting, yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I remember, yeah. I mean, not that he was in the running, but Milan Lucci scored, like, Almost ten empty netters one year, and he was like <laughs> a thirty like, goal scorer that year. And made he, like, like totally doesn't three extra million dollars off of it. Probably, I, I think yeah. I think Marshan had like eight one year. Yeah, like led the league. Yeah, but so he also he probably led the league in like shorthanded those. goals because he's just ridiculous. <laughs> like that, just but. just for the award, it should go into your stats, but for the yeah. award itself, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, go That's ahead. Fair. Sorry, I was just gonna little, like I don't know, like just try to give him some love here. Like it's just for for how young of a player he is, the talent he has, the price tag he's at. And the fact that uh, he's already got his first Rocket Richard, and I say first for a reason there, because I would not be surprised if there's more in his future. 
Okay. And then I not even to mention like his personality. Like that that's that's the type of player the NHL really should be marketing is somebody like Pasternak who has that insane talent but just has so much love for the game and just always having a good time and off the ice is a genuinely good person. Like I just like he makes I mean, me feel warm and fuzzy inside, you know what I'm saying? Dunkin' Donuts is already on top of marketing. That's and, you know, that's true. I also that's wanted true. to just mention like he's competing against a thirty four or five year old Ovechkin for this award, and like once Ovechkin is out of the league, I mean, it, yeah. it, once again, it speaks volumes about Ovechkin's ability. But once yeah. he's out of the league, Pasternak's fucking there. So yeah, I mean, it says a lot that uh, now my second most popular tweet because I had a. I had a mini viral You're Twitter talking a lot about your tweets this, this episode. That's, that's been going on for weeks, Drew. I don't know where you've been at, but... Well, no, I know <laughs> it has, but particularly Chris this episode. Not to make this a well, to uh, be fair, podcast about... I was going to say, I also tweets. kind of prompted discussion about several of his tweets, so that's kind of on me too, but... Yeah, I, I don't go into a podcast looking to talk about my tweets, but you then again, let's talk right about now. my tweets you here. Have them pop, you have them up <laughs> right now. No, but it no, I I do not look at my phone. It's not you well now. You make some during your during the podcast. You make tweets just so you could talk about them on the podcast. So I do. I I tweet during the podcast about the podcast sometimes, and then they yeah. never go viral. But no one cares about the podcast. Yeah. Really, no um, one does. No one's okay. listening anyway. Actually, wait, didn't we hit a milestone? <laughs> we did. Uh, what a thousand downloads? <clears throat> I believe so. Yeah, yeah. And who yeah, knows bad. how many and, of those people actually listened, but. Oh, that's fair, but I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> listen without downloading. So, like, I've I download like maybe a tenth of my podcasts. I for, stream most of for them. For a second, I wanted to list where you can find us, but obviously, you've already found us. So, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> find us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Buzz so. As or I was saying route. before, Drew interrupted me again. Um, my my second most popular tweet ever on my Twitter account uh, was not, like, a good tweet or anything. It was just, like, hey, the NHL should be promoting David Pasternak. And, like, a bunch of people just retweeted it and shit. And, like, so, I mean, that speaks volumes yeah. about David Pasternak. That's the, uh, that's the title of it. Okay, you scared me, Chris, because I was talking about it. And you were you gave me this, like, eh, look. And I was like, shit, did Pasternak do something that I'm not aware about? And, like, uh, he uh, might have. Uh, oh, he, did he? He was on. Uh, he was on a game stream. I think he was playing Fortnite. Oh, I don't know if and, I want to uh, hear this now. It's gonna. Hurt. He said, uh, "That's gay" or something, and Ooh. then like immediately was like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have said that," um, and then didn't really apologize later. Yeah. Uh, and a, a lot of people Ooh. were not happy about that. That's fair, yeah, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, especially, like... especially on a team where uh, you got guys like Brad Marchand just like calling dudes out on the internet for for doing for that stuff, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean uh I kind of wish he would have apologized, but it yeah. was yeah. it was one of those things where I feel like I, he understood that not a lot of people heard it, not a lot of people uh were going to know about it and if he, and if he issued a public apology, it was going to become an even bigger thing and I, yeah. and I'm not I'm not saying that uh he did the right thing by not apologizing, but uh maybe I mean it's it's yeah. a lot of I mean, this ties back into the whole yeah. conversation of uh hockey culture yeah and it's like it's not great and it it fucking sucks sometimes um, i mean a lot of sports culture also in general isn't that great but yeah no, yeah we talked about uh, it last week a little bit though insidiously homogeneous 
um, yeah. So, I mean, saying saying that Pasternak's a, a great guy, I mean, that doesn't preclude him from being a great guy. Oh, uh, of course it, not. No, but no. He, he said something he shouldn't have said, and I hope he doesn't Actually, commonly say yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I yes. mean, like, um, you gotta... Uh, that was like a gamer rage <clears throat> moment, which isn't necessarily excusable, but, like... It's not excusable, no, it's, it's definitely but, not excusable, but, like, you know, everybody's... I'm sure said something they wish they hadn't in their life, and hopefully he learned from it. And you know, not to, again, no excuses being made for him at all. But like, no, yeah, not just acting as a terrible person. He shouldn't have done that. But hopefully, it sounds like he recognized it at least, and hopefully, you know, that's that's a one one off kind of thing. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that I'm, was like, you know, like something like twelve year olds say <clears throat> because they don't understand. Yeah, and shit like it's he's old enough to not, but yeah, to not, so yeah. no, oh, no yeah, real exactly. excuse for that, and like for sure, but yeah, hopefully it was twelve a, year olds shouldn't say because no, one hundred percent. That's part well, of again, the that's all the culture. <laughs> no, 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 right? no, I'm like, saying, but like you know, fucking oh, no, no, twelve I'm not year olds you are out stupid. That, I, just, like, I mean, like it's a, it's just like a, a thing that shouldn't be part of. <laughs> Chris is worried about offending all the twelve year olds and listening to our podcast right now. Not that it's acceptable that twelve year olds say that, but they're just fucking. I hate everyone under the age of fucking like. Like sixteen. Like if you listen to this podcast and you're under the age of sixteen, like just True. fucking stop listening. Like fuck you. Like, <laughs> Grow up. We're gonna get two fuck downloads next week because everybody was fifteen mark years this old. Explicit anyway. Do you have your parents' permission to listen to this fucking podcast? You must. You're not be even old least, enough to drink beer. <laughs> you must be at least thirteen just to listen to this. Year old, yeah. Well, well yeah. good call. You should be. This should be twenty-one plus content. Yeah. This is rated XXX. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Especially when. Drew talks about a. <laughs> it is. Clap it out. Clap it out. I'll, I'll keep is. that in, but bleep it out. There bleep it. And we were all <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, not the thing about Drew talking about it. To make that very clear in case he forgets to bleep, bleep it out. I'm, I'm making a note. Bleep out. Comment by uh, Yeah. I'm going to fuck with you there. Twice. Um, now, because I said it also. Twice For you. now, because I said it. Also, at roughly 54. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, Lord. before you came on, Cam, uh, Drew said something about uh, episode, we got to like celebrate uh, Patrice Bergeron if we get to episode 37. <laughs> and the if was just like a very heavy if. And I was like, if? And he was like, well, I don't know. We don't know if the world's gonna end or if we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I was thinking like, yeah, it cancels yeah. more, <laughs> more likely. No, we, someone we, someone yeah. accidentally releases uh, releases the raw cut instead of uh, bleeping some stuff. No, I just oh. accidentally released my recording. None of you guys and it's just like <laughs> just Drew talking to no one about the aforementioned bleep. Yeah. <laughs> also, we should we should mention that the things that get, get bleeped are not like cancel worthy things. Yeah. It's just like no, you shouldn't. It's hear just like that. things that have nothing. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's a very good point. Actually, that, yeah. Like should be. Yeah. No, it's just more of a jokey thing that is actually like it's eh, nothing. Maybe it's the nothing like listener would yeah. be like not wanting to hear this. It's nothing like genuinely offensive. I'll, I'll, it's just like not relevant to what we're discussing and. <laughs> And also cons- just a little concerned some dirty words. vulgar. Uh, it's not what you're going to be talking yeah. about at the dinner it's like, table. It's like we'll overly that. vulgar. Like, that's yeah. the XXX shit. <laughs> <laughs> XXX. Not offensive, R, but not XXX. XXX. Yeah. Because we bleach shit out. Mm. <laughs> 
Yeah, I did. I did feel like explaining that a little bit, just making sure people. No, that's a really good point. I never even considered that because I was like, I don't know. It's gonna be sober. Well, it's gonna be hungover, Drew, tomorrow editing this. So we'll see what he decides. (laughs) I like that you you cut out the sober part, and you were like, well, maybe not sober, but hungover at least. So speaking (laughs) of drunk, Drew, I might need another beer unless we don't have a lot to talk about. What do we have for time right now? Uh, I think about we're at about sixty uh, minutes. Our average is probably like an hour 15 so we can i've been recording for maybe like six seven minutes longer than we've been actually yeah i'm at i'm at about oh actually i'm at 57 and a half minutes we started at about 618 so i think we're just about almost an hour yeah um, I don't know what other hockey talk do we want to, or non hockey talk, or beer talk. I actually do have a little beer thing to jump in. with. Oh, so does Chris, right? You have a really big beer thing to drop too. Do you? A really big beer thing to drop. <laughs> well, I think bigger I mean, than I, Cam. I don't know. Cam has some I, beer talk, but you had a whole bought, thing on Instagram. Bought like ninety dollars worth of beer from uh, Stone <laughs> Brewing Company. There yeah. you go. Uh, I do have a. They, mic. they only ship in California, but if you're listening in California, you can have their beer shipped to you for ten dollars uh for me that's a rip off (laughs) because their brewery is like 20 minutes away from me but if you're in like san francisco (laughs) uh that's that's pretty dope um but uh i i bought like i don't know five five six packs for 80 bucks which like that's total including shipping yeah yeah, and and tax and uh like can return stuff um, so, and I think that comes out to like $2 and 50 cents a beer, like a little more than that. Um, <clears throat> for good so, beer, yeah, I mean, good. if you're going to go out and get a beer at a bar, it's going to cost you at least twice that. Um, so yeah, support your, I mean, I mean, stone is not a brewery that needs support as much as the like little yeah, breweries around you, us, which is why we, we go spot. around and, uh, we get, we get beers from like the little breweries and they're, they're doing growler fills and stuff. But well, yeah, yeah. Well, if, literally, if you're in a place, this, this, this brewery that I was drinking is called Lone Pine. I don't like, they're all alone out there. We got to yeah, support I, them. I'll be joining an area where there are some, there are some breweries nearby, uh, that are doing to-go beers, or if you're getting beers shipped, uh, yeah, support your local breweries. Um, a lot of a lot of people working there who aren't getting paid as much as they're used to, or yeah. are on or aren't even getting paid because they're not yeah. working. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, support your local breweries, <clears throat> um, so local businesses in general too. Just yeah, do it. So I Just was like supporting. Nike says do it. Just do it. I was supporting a local business earlier. Um, just playing around with golf with some friends and whatever, played a quick nine and they were like, Hey, what do you want to grab a beer? And I was like, yeah, we got time. So went in to grab a beer and most places nowadays are like, you gotta, you know, order through a window or something like that kind of thing. And this one was like, you could walk in and order. You had to carry it outside afterward. But like, I like walked up to the bar to order and I was just like overcome with joy. Just not like, But just, like, I literally was, like, sitting there thinking, like, this is the first time I've walked up to an actual bar in literally months. And, like, not to sound too much like I'm a hug or anything, but, yeah, like. longer than it is wide. 
It was like a nice, like <laughs> fine wood, and like I almost wanted to just like touch it and be like, ah, you know. And I like walk, and honestly, I felt so good just like ordering, like, looking at what's on tap, and like I ended up just ordering like a blue moon or whatever. Seeing and then a just, coaster like, for the first yeah. time. Yeah, I well actually I didn't use coaster. We used we went outside and watched a bunch of old guys try to drive afterward. Um, but then, you know, like, That's you know, like getting a real and like okay. giving the, giving the bartender a tip and just being like, I was just like, Hey, you know, thanks man. Like, I appreciate it. That kind of thing. And I was just like, damn, that felt good. Like, I can't wait to just do that regularly again. And, but, but also it was just like, I don't know. I just had a lot of thoughts going through my head at the time. And I was just like, kind of made a mental note to be like, I'll appreciate those little things, you know, like once, once we yeah. can go back to doing those little things again, cause I haven't been able to do that in literally months. And it was, it was just really nice to be able to just like order beer and pretend it was like normal, even though the whole building was empty besides that. And all the, you know, tables had their chairs on the fucking table and shit like that. But like, it was nice to do that and pretend it was regular for like 30 seconds. I'm going to appreciate so. like seeing my friends in person. And yeah, getting to s- just as a collateral. Sure, we can to meet up more weed because they're around in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not editing you this know. week, Drew. <laughs> you, you, I'm not editing that me. out. Like, oh, I know. I'm just saying. I don't have the line. Doom like, schmoo, asking you about stuff, game, like... I mean, I made that in fucking high school. But fucking doom schmoo. Alright, shouts to the uh, Chronic Ale. Shouts to the OJ, Lone Pine Brewery in Maine, Portland, Maine. Oh, Cam, we gotta go there. I will be there in a couple of days, actually. I will be there. You're moving there in a couple days? Yeah, I'm moving on. I feel like we've discussed Monday this like three or Sunday. weeks in a no, row. No, I didn't realize. I, <laughs> I think I Monday. I forget that it was so soon. God yeah. damn. All right, see you in three days. I'm gonna be there while you Dude, move come in. on I'll up. We'll there. socially <laughs> distance a beer and. We'll, we'll we'll record a podcast from the same microphone, but socially distanced. So we'll just scream at it from across the yard. <laughs> wear, wear wear some masks. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the dudes are gonna win the Stanley Cup this year. I don't was, know how much of that, that made good. it on mic because it was my hand. <laughs> But yeah, no, Drew. Let's uh, let's meet up once we. Uh, no, and we hey, any listeners out there in Portland, Maine, want, like hit us up, and we'll uh, we'll all grab a beer together once we. Uh, well, all you know besides Chris, we'll Facetime you and Chris, or uh, he'll fly out. Chris, what's this? Chris has agreed to fly out and pay for all the beer. What do you know? Um, <clears throat> but actually, no. Chris is going to be out in, at the She's International Space Station soon. Uh, Chris if, has to Venmo us for all the I'll, fucking I'll be, time we've spent be, editing this pod. <laughs> in orbit, so yeah, I'll be unavailable. Yeah, yep. you're right. You'll be on that on that test flight. I had a. This has literally nothing to do with anything, anything? that we talk about. But I had this thought earlier. I actually, it was while I was ordering my beer at the bar. So I, because I looked up and Fox News was on, which I have some other comments about, but we're gonna leave that alone. And it was Mark Zuckerberg uh, being interviewed for some reason about distance education, which I was like, I don't know what his authority is on this, but it's Fox <laughs> News, so what do you expect? Um, and uh, isn't he like a very physical player? Like, what does he know about yeah. distance? Well, so here, <laughs> I I just had a thought between the SpaceX launch and Mark Zuckerberg talking yeah. about education. I was like, it would be an amazing fundraiser to have. At first, I thought boxing, yeah. but then I was like, UFC, a match between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk, just like going at each other. And I, I figured it's a lot of people, because a lot of people have very strong feelings about those two people. And I think if you were to like pay per view that shit, you can make more money than the match did last week for uh, for some COVID relief. So, 
<laughs> Mark Zuckerberg or Elon week? Musk, if you're listening. <laughs> what match happened last week? Wait, we should we should talk about that because the what, what was it? Sports were back. Sports and were it was back. Kind of fun for a while. American sports um, were back. We should say because other sports. Yeah. Are so there was a, was a golf match between. Oh, that! I thought you meant like uh, a fucking like a UFC fight. Oh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had fun watching that. The so Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Let's talk wrestling. about my tweets real quick. Yep. Uh, so the most popular tweet I've ever tweeted from any of the accounts I've ever tweeted from, uh, I tweeted out that the series of events between Charles Barkley talking shit to Tom Brady about how bad that he is at golf, Tom Brady holding out from 150 oh. and telling Charles Barkley to take a suck of that, which is one of the wildest pieces of trash talk i've ever heard i'm going to use it (laughs) yeah um and then him ripping his pants while he (laughs) picked the ball up out of the hole absolutely electric was the the greatest moment of sports in quote-unquote these uncertain times it was absolutely electric it was a fire several minutes of sports and uh glad to have american sports back oh it was good it was really good I was getting I, sick of watching the uh, reruns of the 2018 Dodgeball World Cup. <laughs> or marble racing, competitive marble racing on ESPN 8 The Ocho. Oh, good stuff. Um, anyone? That it, boys? I don't know. I got nothing. We talk, we, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We get the board games that we've fucking neglected for two weeks. Yeah, um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna run the overtime again. Okay, so I need to look at a calendar to know the date, but I want to give people a week because you know people don't listen to this necessarily when we drop it on Friday. When this is released, it will be five twenty nine. It'll be released on no, it's five twenty eight right now. It will be released on five twenty nine. Oh, I thought you said five twenty five. Jesus. Okay. Well then, what's it? What's Wednesday? June, July, June, June. It's true. <laughs> June, uh, what day? I don't know. This is this coronavirus shit has been going on for so long. It's a Thursday. The only reason I know Wednesday the, is June third. The only reason I know the day of the week is literally because we record this podcast on Thursday. So June third. Stay tuned for a vote on our Instagram account. If you've made it this long through the episode, good for you. For some uh, reason, I won't even while I'm editing make it this far through the podcast. But That's it'll good. be on Instagram. On June 3rd, the final vote for the overtime that has gone into triple overtime. It's going to be the longest NHL game there's ever been, basically. Uh, on it, our Instagram, at Brews and Bruins, you'll get to vote on our story for 24 hours. And, uh, it's going to be there instead of Twitter, because Twitter, our Twitter following, can't make up their fucking mind. <coughs> I think we should incentivize this. Drew, I want you to, like, I would say chug a beer, but that's going to be probably aggressive. Do something have, like for every a bunch vote. Of empties, so I'd have to go open one. No, no, no. I mean, like for every vote that we get on the Instagram, chug a beer per. That's lunch. what I. Well, that was Jesus my first Christ. thought, and I was like, Drew's going to die, and that's going to be tough. Literally, so I just take like, No, we can. The uh, reason I'm so can, drunk right now is because I had. We can had split dinner, it all between us. So we're like, do, we're doing this. We're doing this over the weekend, right? Y- yeah. No, Wednesday. I thought. No, uh, the vote. Yeah, wouldn't it be this no, weekend? The, the overtime vote. 
I, I think it should be this Wednesday weekend. Wednesday on Instagram would be the vote. Because, oh, why can't we do like Saturday, Sunday? Well, because people might listen to this on fucking Monday. That's true. Maybe Monday. I mean, or we Tuesday. can still prom- we can still promote the vote yeah, on true. Twitter. Like, you're right. I feel all like right. most, right. feel like most you, people aren't going to listen get the, Monday like, or after. You fucking missed it. But uh, yeah, so check so I say we do Instagram. I say we do uh, Saturday, Sunday, and then. Well, no, when... because Instagram votes can only be 24 hours on your story. Okay, well, let's do Saturday then. Yeah, Saturday um, night into Sunday. Somebody send me a reminder yeah, yeah. if I'm the one. Let's Saturday do that. night Sat- into Saturday Sunday. night into Sunday, yeah. and uh, for every vote, um, we parse out just like a drink of a beverage. Um, one beverage. So, sip. like, for for every three votes, we each do a drink, a sip. Uh, a solid yeah. sip, though. A solid yeah. sip, not like a little slurp. And like I feel like every one, uh, every every straw. every like drinking beer. However many straw. needs to be a shot, depending on how many we get. I don't want to commit to a number yet in case we blow up. I'm not. Uh, if, if, we, if we get to if we get to a hundred if we get to a hundred votes, do a shot, Drew. Yeah, sure. Because we'll get to a hundred shots with our hundred shots. Oh no! Oh god! We're getting off. The we'll rails. get to a hundred votes. No, I, if it's a shot though, I will do tequila because I'm not doing anything. Else. Oh man, I would anything do anything other sucks. than tequila. But... I'll do tequila shots, man. Oh, right. If you Drew want to only tequila, likes Mexican tequila. alcohols. <laughs> yeah, that's all yeah, it no, takes. No, Corona and tequila. No, because I just drink so much Corona and tequila based. So like, that's gonna be our song out today. Like I had, I had gold, shot a gold tequila with a bunch of people, and they didn't realize it was gold tequila until they took a shot, and I was like, I don't notice a difference. Really? Which is probably a little bad that it <laughs> that's the not, difference between not gold great, tequila Bob. and like your not average great. tequila off the shelf. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like it's tequila. You take some salt. You, you take a shot of tequila. Is lime? Like it's all the same. Yeah, I. It's like water. I did a tequila shot the other day with Old Bay instead of salt because Maryland and I was. Oh, I thought you meant like your Old Bay, like your ex. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh yes, nope, but I did far, drive directly by her house. Can that be the can fun. that be the episode title? Old Old Bay. Old Bay. <laughs> Literally for one line in the entire podcast, but still worth that. At, at the very end, <laughs> that might get cut out. That's cold open. I am doing a cold open this week. Cause you yeah, you do. fucking better, man. No, I thought about it last week, but then I... This like, might be the worst week to do a cold open because we didn't have any, like... No, I'll find something. I'll find something. Fucking sick lines. I'll find no something. sick burns, bro. <laughs> Yeah, uh, our cold. No, wait, wait, wait. That be should be that should be the cold open. Cold open. Yeah, be our cold the cold open, open should, crispy, <laughs> should be crispy or saying this is the worst week to have a cold open. It's just also wait. I don't know if we've actually discussed this before. We've talked about it off pod, but if you guys like our theme music, that was. Designed by one and only astronaut, apparently Renaissance man Chris Gear, the only astronaut um, on Earth. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I think that part that we talked about it last week got cut out. I don't think it was on the pot. I think it was after we were done recording. But I don't know. Either way, um, if you guys like it, shout to Chris and pressure him into making more because I'm I'm a big fan. So <laughs> yeah, I got a hard eyebrow raise from Chris, but I'm taking it. Anyway. <laughs> he was like, "Oh fuck, what?" <laughs> Forcing me into making music. Yeah. I might, I might try it. Dance. Um, all right, so I, uh, I think that's it. Uh, episode seventeen. Uh, thanks for listening. In the books, uh, Drew, sing. sing us out. <laughs>
I'm not true, but Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> 